This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. This is At The Turn. It's time for discussion and interviews about the world of golf you won't hear anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Nick Heidelberger and Joe Simons. Hello, hello. Welcome into another episode of At The Turn. March is here. We're posting in Oregon, but Nick, we're playing in the Northeast, aren't we? We are. I I got the golf clubs out today for the first time mm. in 2023. I can, I can say it's been months since I've played golf. Um, and boy, there was, there was some, some nice highs, Joe, and Ah. the lows were embarrassing. Like I, I I was embarrassed to even be playing by myself. Like I was embarrassed to be seen with me at a certain time Uh, and not because of what I was doing with the club and the golf ball. Just, just the way I approached my round. We'll we'll get it. Oh, oh man. That sounds ominous. I'm glad you got out there. Folks, this is a very important reminder to rate and review at the turn on Apple Podcasts. We're leaving the Tiger Cuts in the past, right now, through, I'm going to say, the month of April. I want you to predict how many greens in regulation Nick Heidelberger is going to hit over the months of March and April. How many rounds is he going to play? Is he going to get the opportunity to hit many greens or just a few? I don't know. He's mentioned many times in this podcast he averages two gers per round. The over-under so is, two per, is, is two per round for sure. I, I try to play once a week. So just to break this down okay. for, the, for the listeners. Sure. There's, there's five Fridays in March. So it's the potential for five rounds this month. Haven't, haven't looked at the calendar. There's probably four Fridays in April. We're looking at ah, nine opportunities to play golf. The over-under is, is two. Uh, there's a lot of variables in there, but that, that's uh, the best evidence. That's the best information we can give out. All right. I'm looking at the calendar. It's in our favor. The May 1st episode, we're going to announce the winner. Predict how many total greens Nick is going to hit over March and, and, and April. And I'm going to throw this out there, Nick. If you are exactly right, if you get it exactly right, I'm going to send you some some merch from my personal stash. I love some, it. Some personal Piper, some per- personal matchstick. You will get a box of Piper golf balls, but if you're exactly right, I'm just going to send you a whole bunch of stuff. I'll be so excited about it. I love it. I love it. Can, can um, I make a guess? Yeah, please. Please do. 19. 19 is, it might be high. It might be high. So, Joe. Yeah, but you're striking the ball. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it could be. We'll see. I mean, here's the thing. Tell me. We need to set a number. Okay. okay, I don't own a divot repair tool. Of all the Do you have shit a I have in my golf, yes, exactly. I use yeah. a T right now. So how many? Like I feel like I should. I should. Once I hit, if if I can, if I can hit more than twenty greens or more than like ten greens this month, like what's the number? Is it is it fifteen in March? Well, is it? What's the number before I reward myself with a nice like 
piece of metal that I can stick okay. in and repair those divots. I'm going to say this as delicately as I possibly can. Okay. Um, people who don't hit a lot of greens have divot repair tools. Okay. Because I, I, I do understand that. Okay. Because when you hit greens, you're you, you're used to fixing it with a T, and it's really not that big of a deal. So whenever anyone's talking about a divot repair tool, I always think to myself, "Oh boy, you're not getting much practice with the T of digging that turf in and 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 pushing it over correctly." No, I use I use the T. I use the T. Okay. Now. I just I just felt like you know you want some the, ceremony, the some pomp and circumstance t- around some it. ceremony. The tool is more efficient, okay. you know. And if I become more efficient, you know. But if if it's gonna make me look like a clown out there, I mean, I never never even thought about that. I that's think I'm in the minority with this saying. opinion. That's what you're saying is if, if, I, if I upgrade to the tool right I'm now. I'm trying to be delicate the, about it. I'm in the upper echelon and I don't even know it because I well, because I don't use one. I'll tell you, you what, You folks, don't own one? I, I'm asking you, do, do you own one? No. I mean, they're they're in my bag. I never I never yeah. even think to get one out just because I'm so used to using the T. And yeah. I don't think a different repair tool, it, it'll save you a nanosecond over the over, like compared to a T. It's yeah. For sure. The same thing to me. I mean, okay. am I crazy, yeah. folks? I don't know. Let That's me know. An interesting take. I've never, I've never heard that take before, but it's, it's good to know. I don't think I've ever expressed it to anyone before, so I could be the crazy one here. But I am curious what people think if using a divot tool is very common, or folks just use the T. I always think it's strange when I see them like in the clubhouse and they're sold like next to all the different paraphernalia, like a yardage book or like a commemorative ball marker, all that kind of stuff, the poker chips. It just seems like a, it feels like the tourist trap section of the golf clubhouse to me. I mean, isn't that what golf is though? I mean, it's, it's, so, if golf was just the necessities, it would be like 6% of what it is. That's a really good point. It is just frills. And we're going to talk about that later. Cause I want to talk about Arcos. I did some research. I'm not convinced. Mm. Yeah. I do want to tell people, that we're on like every platform imaginable right now. So Nick, you're aware that we're on Instagram and, and Twitter, mostly on Instagram these days. Uh, by the way, you're following the power fade. I'm doing pretty good on those. Dude, I, I'm following I'm following the posts. I'm not following up with how they perform. There's no accountability. No, there is. I have a I, I do a a year to date at the at the start of every single one of them. So I'm actually doing quite well. So anyway, follow us on at the turn pot on Instagram. Also follow us on TikTok. And on YouTube as well, Nick, I've mm. I've unearthed the At The Turn YouTube page I and I I put some stuff on there. We're going to start putting full episodes on there. The people that believe Great. tell me that's what you got to do with podcasts in 2023. People love to watch podcasts. I don't get it. I hope you're enjoying it. Hi, everybody watching right now. Yeah, I gotta, I'm going to upgrade my my studio. As you, as you can see, I've, I've moved out of Sydney's bedroom. I'm in the basement. Yeah. I've got some blank walls here. Sure. You got a canvas. You got to paint I, it. I got a blank canvas. I've got some golf-themed stuff. I feel, I feel like now I got to run my like golf-themed stuff by you so I don't look like a bozo with like, <laughs> with, like super corny, I don't know, golf paraphernalia in my background. No, I think – I think I'm in the minority with that opinion. I just I just never think to use a different repair tool. I just don't think it's that useful. That's all. That's all. I feel like I hurt your feelings. No. Nick, we are we okay. We got a message on YouTube, so or, or on Instagram rather. Our last episode, we talked about goodwill golfing and the experimenting that we're gonna do. I'm I'm very excited about that. And thank you to Lee U3, who sent us a note about Goodwill Clubs. This is what Lee U3 has to say. It's fun to talk about Goodwill Clubs, 
but I've actually found even better deals at my local Muni courses who often have a basket of used clubs. Last week, I bought three good wedges for four bucks each from the local clubhouse who resells unclaimed lost and found clubs. Regardless, dirt cheap clubs are a great experiment, great to experiment with like a 60 degree, a nine wood to see if it's a club you should have in your bag. So that's a really good point. You get the clubhouse sometimes, you get that old crappy bag in the back and they have the random clubs they find and they sell them for a buck or two. So that could be a good path for you too. also, Nick, is going down to the local munis and seeing if they had those for sale. I'm going to have to check those out. Uh, I'm going to have to hit the yard sales. Um, a couple points on this. Actually, the first when I first started playing golf, so this course is actually shut down now in, in Cookville, Tennessee, uh, called Ironwood. And I'd go and I didn't, I didn't own my own clubs. And they'd say like, here, you can rent these ones. And I was like, just trying to buy them. I'm like, can you just put together a set of old clubs that I can just buy for 20 bucks? And they're like, yeah, we'll put together a set for you. But like, here, use these ones for now. Because they were going to put like, they're going to round out a left-handed set. But they mm. but they just never got around to it. Um, so I just used these, these clubs that they, essentially what Lee U3 is talking about, just the random lefties that had been left, you know, in the bunker or whatever over the course of time, they were in the back room that they would just roll out for me every time I would I would I would play. So that's, that was like essentially my first set of clubs, and I was trying to buy them, but they were like, oh, we need to put I don't know some sort of club in there that wasn't in there, but they never I don't know never never worked out. I was playing just fine without whatever they needed to round out the set with, but they wouldn't sell it to me. Anyways, um, that is it sounds like an attempted at a good gesture by that club. It was, it was, it is just no follow through, absolutely atrocious follow through. Um, finding left-handed clubs at Goodwill is, it is going to be tougher than I originally thought. Have you tried um, yet? I did make one pass um, yeah. at the thrift stores and slim pickings. There was a three iron. There was a left-handed three iron. And I was like, this is, this is perfect. And yeah. I grabbed it. I put it in the dress position. It's a junior's club. Like, like the grip came up to like, my knees. <laughs> ah. I was like, oh my God. Uh, um, there's some pretty, there's some, there's some really sweet clubs for righties, you know, like Ben Hogan blades and like spall, like, some like, like relics, but I haven't found anything left-handed. I'm going to have to keep looking and I'm going to have to get creative. So it's a good suggestion to go to the munis. It, it, it is something I haven't thought of, but I have seen before, uh, the, the local par three down the road definitely has one of those giant bags from like 1947 with Byron Nelson's name on it that has a hundred clubs that are each like a nickel each. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's a good suggestion. Um, before we get to your round of golf today, Nick, there's something that I came across that I just think is fun to point out. Now, if you'll notice on social media, all of the live accounts are live golf league, live league. It's live something. And the reason is because at live golf on Twitter is owned by a 17-year-old Welsh junior golfer named <laughs> Olivia, who represents the Vale Country Girls, and she has a handicap of 19 and a half. She is at Live Golf. Oh my it's God, just some she's sitting on a gold mine. I reached out to her. She has not responded. All I mm. want to know is if she's been contacted by the Saudi government and offered millions of dollars. <laughs> For her handle. Presumably, she's been offered money for this, right? I would assume so. I mean, her, yeah. I'm just looking at this right now. Live Golf. And her thing is at Olivia underscore golf. This is fascinating. Yeah. Never... She has. So, so let me ask you this. Were you like, <laughs> why are all the live accounts 
live and then something else. Like, why don't they just have live golf? Or did you just stumble across this? Like, how did you discover this? No, I can't take credit. Someone else sleuthed it. And uh, I just think it's hilarious. But I mean, good for Liv. She's got 533 followers. Um, not not very active, only 93 tweets. I did consider like reaching out again, but I figured like, look, if she wants to if she wants to come on our podcast, that would be great. But I don't think she's very active on there. I do think it is hilarious that she's holding this hostage. Yeah. I knowingly or knowingly. She has to have some awareness of it. That's, yeah. I, I that's really so. the only point. Yeah. Well, good for you, Liv. I hope you get that handicap down a little bit this season uh nick super relatable i i uh i bailed on my weekend round but you played golf today tell me all about it i'm so excited for you i asked you how it was going and you sent me a picture i almost posted it on instagram oh god you sent me a picture of you being on the fringe saying you almost did a green so i was excited i almost i almost had my first green of 2023 ah like I, I really don't want this to be a blow by blow, and it won't be a blow by blow of of me hitting the golf ball. But I, I've got to paint yeah. a pretty detailed picture of what was going on with me getting to the golf course today. I, I can't wait. I was itching to get to the golf course. Like it was, I, I wanted to play so bad. But we got this big snowstorm on Tuesday, right? But then Wednesday it rained, and then it was like fifty degrees. So like all the snow is gone except for like where they piled it up in a corner. Right. So I'm like the dirt right. snow. Yeah, the dirt snow. So like my my course is for sure gonna be open. Right? I called yesterday, no answer. I got you get the message. It's like we're closed. You know, check back when the weather right. you know shapes up. I'm like, okay, well, so I call today. Me being patient was calling at eight thirty nine, nine thirty, ten, and ten thirty, getting the same message. And I'm like, all right, like I'm not yesterday's message. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. No update. No way. Right, I, right. I, I, hit a few extensions, try to get to the pro shop, try to get to the bar. Like somebody's got to be at the golf course today. No, can't talk to anybody. I'm like, all right, not playing golf today. But like 10 minutes later, I'm like, that just didn't sit well. I'm like, no, I, 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 in in all honesty, in all honesty, I'm reviewing like five different products for, for my job that I, that I want to get to the golf course, want to get some content cranked out. I want to go get my swing going on. So I, I do a little more research. I try a few more courses and I find one that's open. Oh. It's a half hour away. So I'm like, okay. Ooh. I'm like, I just got to do it. So I, I end up booking. An so 11. wait a minute. This is in the middle of the day. Are the kids in daycare right now? You have a the window kids are to in, do this? The kids are in daycare. The kids okay. are in daycare. Yep. Okay. Yep. I've, I've got a window. Great. So I, I end up booking an 11.51 tea time. And it's like 10, it's like 10.30. And this course is like a half hour away. So I'm like, that's great. I can... I can get there. I can still have like a 20 to 30 minute warm up. I'm, I'm testing a putter. I've got this whole putting rubric that I'm going to put the putter through. Oh my um, God. A rubric. I'm, I'm, yes. It's all, all these, all this stuff. It's very intricate. Okay. So I, I kind of rush to the golf course, but I make sure I get all my stuff. Um, the court, it takes longer to get there. I had a couple more things to do from work before I could jet out. Uh, the, the, GPS rerouted me when I was like in the neighborhood. It went from two minutes to five minutes. I'm like getting, I'm rolling into the, to the parking lot at 11:45. I'm like, this is this is not good. And this golf course, I've, I've played there like six years ago, but I haven't played there in a long time. And they've moved the pro shop three different times. They built a new building, um, and and so I, I literally go to three buildings and I look, and, and none of them are the pro shop. And there's a they've. It turns out they have moved the pro shop into the back of the cart barn. Like it's it's attached to the cart barn. So I'm like, 
I probably walk like a quarter mile before I even check in for my tea time. I am paying for my 11.51 tea time at 11.53, which is like my number one pet peeve in golf. Yeah, it's it. like, just just show up early, like whatever. And I'm, I'm breaking my, my biggest rules. Um, you may have, so, so, so I'm scurrying to the first tee. No so wait a minute, up. wait a minute. Let me ask. It, yeah. Is the parking lot full? Are you getting the sense that I have to get on the tee right now because I'm going to lose my spot and this perfect start to the season is just going to be not happening now? There's nobody breathing down my neck, but okay, great. I was scouring these tee times and I know for a fact, like a foursome had booked noon. There was two people going off at 12.09 because I was like trying to position myself to get the best right. tee time, to get the fastest round in. So I was I was aware of all these other things. So I'm I'm just getting to the first tee. I'm like I'm pissed off with myself. I'm already late. I'm like just just hit your first shot and like Great deal with everything else later, right? <laughs> so you might remember on January first we did an episode and I said one well, like one of my resolutions was to bring be more health conscious, energy conscious with my snacks and the golf course. Yeah. So instead of grabbing a handful of fruit snacks and goldfish out of Gavin's snack box, I took a bag of walnuts. Okay. And okay. it was it's a, it's a great it's a great snack. Um it's like the size Walnuts. of huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure, it was good. Um, it actually sounds good. I, I just, yeah. Never yeah, thought of it. Thought. Exactly. Yeah. Um it's like the size of a dozen balls. So it it doesn't really like fit anywhere good. I also use this water bottle. Wait a minute. You brought like this, this humongous this like a bag of yes, a humongous bag of walnuts, <laughs> a humongous water bottle that's like an entire liter. I've got uh-huh. 16 clubs in my bag for for whatever reason. Every club in my house was in my golf bag at this moment. I'm testing some golf balls. I've literally got two dozen max flies. I have nowhere to put anything. I'm on the first tee. I'm trying to – one of the things I'm testing is a golf speaker. I, I'm trying to get the app for the golf speaker going. I'm trying to get my uh-huh. Arcos fired up. I'm trying, oh my God. I'm trying to do all these things. I realize I have – not a single golf tee anywhere on my person, in my golf bag, nowhere. There's, it's just like absolute catastrophe. And I'm so annoyed. I'm like, if I were playing and this person were in my group or a random a random person I was paired with, I'd be like, dude, go home, get back in bed, start your day over. This is pathetic. What the hell are you doing? So I have no warm-up, no golf tees. This is all before the round starts. Two, two dozen max flies. <laughs> Every club that's ever just ready to been spray in my house. Max flies all over this course. <laughs> that's exactly what I did for the first for the first hour. Um, so I, I started playing golf, and it was that's no mindset to, to be no. hitting good quality golf shots. So I started playing golf. Um, it took a while to find my rhythm, to say the least. I did. I did eventually get things. Did you find out. a rhythm? I did find a rhythm. I did. Okay. I absolutely okay. found a rhythm. Um, nobody. I gotta say, the picture you me. sent me, the picture you sent me, the green looked like it was in pretty good shape, man, for March, and just having snow just was on the ground recently. It it was all right. Um, there was goose shit everywhere. Like, well, yeah, it, you know, that's just that comes with the territory. It's fine. I'm not gonna complain. There were like five temporary tea boxes, one temporary green, about four or yeah. five more greens had like half of them tarped. That's fine. I just wanted to hit golf. I just wanted to hit golf shots. Um, so that was my round of golf. I, in the last like two or three months, I've completely, 
changed my swing and I've also changed the way I am approaching my short game. Like I started reading this James Siegman book uh, on the short game, which is a completely different technique, um, which is, is very promising, but also this is the first time I was hitting any of those shots outdoors. And so it was like, I don't know any yardages, no distances, no touch. Uh, so it's all about Wait, give me finding the, that. Yeah. Give me, give me, give me the cliff notes of this new short game technique you have. This is the first time hearing of this. Um, well, so basically, I'll rewind a little bit since we're already okay. we're already doing the blow by blow. We're here. Sydney wakes up six times between <laughs> between nine p.m. That is a blow by blow, and and two a.m. Right, that's my shift. I, I usually have the first shift with Sydney between. And how old and is two. Sydney? She's seven months. Very young. And, yes. And um, so instead of just like scrolling through Twitter and Instagram, like while I'm feeding her and like trying to put her back down, mm. I invested into this short game book by James Seekman. I can't think of the title off the top of my head, but he, he basically studied like Seve and, and like all the greats in the short game and, yeah. and kind of, I don't know if he came up with or just discovered or whatever found is teaching this, this method of the short game, basically, instead of trying to keep the handle in front of the club head all the way from start to finish, allowing the, the club head to release. It's just a little bit, different from what a lot of teachers had taught um, the last 25, 30 years, whatever. Um, so it's just, a, it's just a little change. Um, got to, got to experiment with some shots, you know, out on the course today with that, which was great. Yeah, that's fun. But, but, but kind of long story short. So new swing, new short game, testing a new putter. There's no familiarity. So it took a while to, um, to find a rhythm, but I did. Didn't hit a green on the fir- on the front nine, Joe. I, <sighs> I came up a couple yards short on, on that one. <sighs> Gust of wind caught me. Yeah. I am happy to announce I did hit a green on the back. There you go. I hit one green in March. And and for all the fans, I'm gonna I'm gonna have accountability hour. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Joe how many greens I've hit every week on the podcast. It's, I just gotta right. do it. And it, it motivated yes. me. And I'm happy to say. On the par three, 13th hole, not only did I hit the green, Joe, I hit it to five feet and made the putt. Ah, and that is Um, your GUR report. It's brought to you by T-Box Coffee. Use promo code TURN15 at checkout. Package in the heart of Southern California. Delicious coffee for cold weather or warm weather. That is the GUR report. Congrats to Nick hitting one green this week and converting the birdie putt. Well yeah, done, so buddy. 100%, 100% so, so of my off. birdie putts in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, your your putts per greens and regulation is off the charts right now. Just it one. Is. It really is. Yes. It's a solid exactly. number. Well, uh, yeah. Look, so that was my I'm round glad, of golf. Look, I'm I, glad I, you I found did some it. rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was so, I, w- I was too. Like, it was fun to be out there. It was good to see some shots. I needed, it's like the preseason, right? If Dak goes out there on August 4th and throws three <sighs> picks, but, you know, he hits his stride, you know, has a, a nice, fourth quarter comeback you know like, like January okay 4th. i'm not i'm not gonna hit the panic button quite yet sure there are red flags all over the place but there's a lot of room to grow like i learned a lot of things i saw a lot of things i needed to see before posting season starts in my mind i've got like four preseason rounds and then and then the real golf begins by the way there's a there's a world that i'm excited about that uh 
we we win some money in the corner club open and then we we put it on Detroit to win the Super Bowl at like 50 to 1 next season cuz they're like the trendy Super Bowl pick next year. All it's 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 crazy. Everyone loves That's, the freaking Lions, man. I would put all of that money on them to miss the playoffs. <laughs> and that's a Lions fan. Um, I don't want to take a break. I just want to plow ahead. You want to plow ahead? Sure. Yes. I got this. I, I, I've mentioned this idea in the past. I'm just going to say it on pod because I really want to do it. We we draft the major championships. I want to do it in a couple of weeks. I want to get Piper Mike on. I want to get Dane Delgado on. I want to get Romy on. And I want to have you be the fourth person. I want to moderate it. I want you four to draft. And we keep track throughout the major season and the loser has to do something. I think that would be so much fun. We get Romy, you, Dane, and Mike Gottfried, president of Piper Golf. What do you think so about we each that? Pick, we each pick four guys, and that's just our major squad. And exactly right. It doesn't matter what major. You, you, you do a draft, and the four guys you pick, it's the total money that they win, cumulative, mm. over the four major tournaments, and the person who gets the lowest score has to do a thing. I, have, I haven't finished that idea yet, but that's where I am right now. Yeah, no, I like that. How about how about the loser has to use a divot tool? <laughs> the most embarrassing thing a golfer can possibly <laughs> do <worst> thing. <laughs> using a divot tool. Okay, Nick, I try not to be a caveman on this podcast, and sometimes I come off that way. I'm not resistant to information. I just push back against basically that every company – that isn't, you know, uh, uh, a, a plumber or like a, a bakery. Everyone collects data. That's all any company does anymore is collect data. How many steps? What's my heart rate? What's my sleep number? All this stuff. And I get how it's beneficial for the game of golf. And you've been trying to talk me into getting Arcos or some other sort of data system that is easily trackable. And so I've done some research on this, and it looks like it's going to cost me about $300 to get all the sensors to get a year membership of the app. They have this little thing you clip on your belt. And for folks that are unfamiliar, essentially what it is is you put a little sensor in the top of all your grips. It keeps track of all your statistics and it tells you the best parts of your game and the worst parts of your game so you know what to work on. So like, hey, Joe, you're a really shitty putter from four feet and in. Joe, you're great at driving the golf ball, but you don't hit it straight. You know, this sort of information so you understand your weaknesses and your strengths. Is that is that the general idea behind it? Yes, that's right. So my resistance to it is once I have this information, okay, what do I do with it? Because I already know the weaknesses of my game. I'm a really bad putter from four feet in. I'm excellent from like five to 20 feet. I'm a great putter. Inside of five feet, I'm bad. I hit the ball really good with my driver. I don't hit it straight enough. I know this stuff already. So is the well, idea that this- I would this say- is, Go ahead. You, you think you know this stuff and you may be right about some of that stuff, but like- it, what it does is it takes what you're experiencing and it compares it to thousands and thousands of other golfers and says, like, maybe you think you're terrible from four feet and in, but, like, maybe everybody performs that way. Maybe every five handicap or six handicap performs that way. Um, so it puts what you're experiencing into perspective and maybe, like, it also the opposite. Like, you think you're great at one thing, but actually – like, yeah, you, you, oh, I hit the ball far. I don't have to hit it accurate. Maybe you're losing strokes because you have too many penalties or you're, you're for whatever reason. So, right. So it, number one, it, it confirms what you think, you know, and number two, I mean, if, if you're not going to do anything with it, then 
you're probably not getting a ton of value out of it. Is some people think it's fun to know. I I like to know, um, but it, yeah, it should it should influence the way you approach your practice, the way you approach your your training and your improvement. So like if if you learn that you know your putting your putting is holding you back from being a four or five handicap or from you know qualifying for the mid and which you've been wanting to do, then probably you're going to seek some help from putting, whether it's just more practice or some resources or whatever. Maybe there's a nice James Siegman book out there. Who knows? Um, but what you do with the information really is up to you. Yeah, I I do I do understand the benefit of having information because the um the gin app does track putts per round, greens and regulation, where you're missing the green, where you're missing the fairway. And I thought it would be useful information, but over the course of the two years that I've kept track of the stats, I literally missed the same percentage of fairways left and right. So I don't really have a predominant miss. Um, I just don't feel like I, and, and, and maybe the data needs to be more precise. Maybe this is what Arcos is going to tell me. And I do, I do like having this sort of information, especially because it does seem really easy. It's not like you have to pull your phone out. They have this little belt clip thing and you don't even need to have your phone on you. You basically just play the whole round and afterwards, maybe you have to tinker with it a little bit Mm -hmm. to accurately say, Hey, I didn't, you know, three putt from two feet. I actually made that putt and and you kind of go backtrack, but over the course of time, that information will build up and perhaps I'll learn something. But if I do it, see, this is this is this is ultimately where the 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 difficulty lies is the financial investment because I have basically a discretionary fund of like 300 bucks and I could either spend it on Arcos or I could get a fairway finder hybrid with a 7 wood loft that I've been wanting to get for like 3 years and Golf Galaxy's down the road and I'm going to buy one of these two things tomorrow. This is doing her taxes. Lacey's doing her taxes. I'm going to buy one of these two things tomorrow. And I'm like 75, 25, the fairway finder hybrid. Like I, what's going to help my game is a club. That's going to help me put it in the fairway more often rather than the data to tell me that I'm not putting it in the fairway. I know that's a terrible comparison. I don't know. I mean, well, it's, it's, I got I have a few points on that. I mean, number one, do what makes you happy. This is a game. It's supposed to be fun. If, 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 a new club is more fun than than finding out how you perform with your current clubs. Then do what makes you happy. Um, I I don't I wouldn't I don't know the link you're talking about the link that clips to your belt clip that replaces yeah. your phone basically. So like I think the investment does not really need to be that close to three hundred dollars. Like if you just get the sensors and use your phone, mm. you don't need to have the information on your wrist. Um, okay. I pair mine with an Apple Watch, so I get so I use my phone in my pocket. I got the sensors for for free as part of like a club because I because I had a ping club. I got like a free set of sensors. I got oh. a free one-year membership. So now I pay 100 bucks a year, Ash earmuffs. Um, I use my phone. I'm using my Apple Watch and, and we're good to go. So you don't have to get, you know, if you, if you can play with your phone in your pocket, you don't need the link. If you have some sort of qualifying club, they're like, they're trying to collect data. So they're pairing with like eight different brands. I bet you Titleist right. is one of them. Um, you sure. should probably get a free set of sensors or a highly discounted set of sensors. So the investment may not necessarily be $300. So you're saying that there's a way to get around it where I could still basically get this new club, probably hit a few more fairways, and then learn about the rest of my game to potentially hit more fairways and score lower. 
Yeah. I, w- what I'm saying is I, I bet you for about half of that investment, you could probably get yourself into Arcos. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll take but, a look. They're trying to push yeah. me towards a specific bundle when you go on the website. So I understand. Yes. That. Maybe when I go yeah, to Golf yeah. Galaxy, I can just talk to these people and say, hey, look, I, I, want, I want the data. What, what do I need to get the data? To, what are all the brands of clubs you, you have in your bag right now that are less than five years old? Less than five years old? Uh, well, my driver, my five woods older than five years old. My irons are probably also older than five years. Actually, all my clubs besides my driver are older than five years old, probably. Okay. Is that a problem? Well, like they'll do like, we have a Titleist driver. I, all my clubs are Titleist except for my putter and a couple wedges are. Didn't you get a putter like, the last few years? Yeah. No, I, I've been using the two ball for like a decade now. Uh, <laughs> Everyone says well, that. Anyway. My my college buddies say the same thing. They're like, "Oh, you got a two ball." It's like I had this two ball in 2014. What are you talking about? I've had this two ball longer than I've been dating Lacey. I don't know what everyone's talking about. <laughs> All right. Anyways, well, yes. For example, like they'll say, "Okay, if, if you have a qualifying ping club, mm. you know, you'll get a free set of sensors." And like a qualifying I club see. is basically anyone they've they've released in the last like two or three cycles. So, so anyways. Yeah, if you get if you get this club tomorrow, I don't know what kind of club, yeah. what kind of seven wood you're looking at, but what what it's it's a Titleist. It's like their newest one because it has like a really slim profile, which I like. It's like more like a um like the old uh, rescue clubs that they used to make back in the day, mm-hmm. and then like actually like a fairway wood, and they just call it a hybrid. Basically, is a lot of what they're doing these days. Yeah, yeah. So check it out. I don't. Know, I'm not okay. sure if Titleist is hooked up. I know like Ping. How could they not be? It's one, you, know, you know what I mean? Uh, I, 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 I would just Cobra. Be yeah, so, sure. so check it out. Callaway. Have you hit that paradigm yet, by the way? Have you seen that no, thing? I've seen it's... it. I've never hit it, though. Okay. I got this email from this company called Patriot Golf that wants me to... Uh... Oh, no. Yeah. No? Are you sure? <laughs> I, I'm sure no, and I, I, I already know what you're going to say, but please tell the listeners. Well, I get this email probably once every six months, and I auto-delete it, but this time I decided not to. Um it's it's hooked up with tee off, which I think is the PGA Tour golf now. Basically, like you book a tee time on the thing, and they send me this email, and it says, "Hey, Joe, do you want to try the Patriot Golf 460 CC driver? Uh, reply here, and we'll send you one of these new drivers to try." And uh, I want to do it mostly as a goof, but I'm afraid if I do, then like, no. I don't know, the government's going to come to my house. Don't don't do it. Do not do it. What they're going to okay. do is they're going to say you just need to pay like $170 shipping oh uh, and then the club's yeah. never going to show up and um, you're going to spend the next three years of your life trying to recoup pennies in the dollar of, of your investment for the shipping. And, and basically, they're just going to bog me down in phone numbers and emails that no one ever responds to and they just wear me down, basically. Yes, they're going to beat the life out of you. Ah, oh, sounds amazing. Okay, I will not do Patriot Golf then. Just go to Golf um, Galaxy and get a Titleist seven wood instead. <laughs> that sounds way more fun. <laughs> uh, okay, Nick, it is time for our Mad Golfer of the Week. It's brought to you by Piper Golf. Just use the promo code TURN10 at checkout for 10% off everything at Piper Dat Golf. Golf balls for plus ones and 25 handicaps for much, much less than Titleist or Callaway golf balls. The season is here. Nick's already playing golf. Stock up using promo code TURN10 at checkout at Piper.Golf. Nick, we go to Florida. TPC Sawgrass, home of the Players' Championship, which Ricky Fowler will win 
Ricky Fowler is going to win the Players Championship. I can't wait again. Again, it's his it's his track. The Mad Golfer of the Week is none other than Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Quote. The same? I can't confirm or deny. Probably not. Quote. Drive three hours. Okay. Pay 300 bucks. Okay. Be packed in like sardines at the driving range. Be on hold number eight after 2.5 hours. Have somebody who had permission to drive off the cart path. One, almost hit you twice. Two, continually park the cart on front of my shot. And three, yell at his ball while being oblivious to others. Having the four caddy stand three feet away from you while you try to hit your next shot. Greens that were like a two on the stent meter. Not okay. (laughs) Devastatingly disappointing. The worst golf experience of my life. That was so hard to follow. (laughs) Wasn't it? So basically, cool. just somebody really had upset. permission to drive off the cart path, almost hit you. Like, wait, wait, what did, did he have permission to almost hit you twice? Did he have permission to drive off the cart path? Did he have permission to continually park the cart on front of your shot? Like, I, I should. I, I know. I shouldn't. I shouldn't always pick the ones with bad grammar, but no. But I it, like it the, adds to it. Well, that's the thing is, I the idea of someone just seething. After spending $600 at TPC Sawgrass, having this, what they perceive to be a terrible experience, coming home or even just going on their phone and immediately logging onto Google.com, submitting a review, and just not having the foresight to have any proper punctuation because they are so upset at some guy who's driving off of the cart path. It's completely inappropriate, and Michael Jackson's not going to have it. All right, that means it is time for Nick Rules, brought to you by Matchstick Golf. Use that promo code TURN. 20 at checkout. Nick, what do we have this week? Well, um, in the spirit of spring golf and, and courses just opening and, and playing outside of posting season, etc., cetera, um, we went with temporary greens, temporary tee boxes, um, and how those play into your round. As I mentioned, I had one temporary green today, I think five temporary tee boxes, and a handful of other greens were like half covered up. Um, didn't matter. Just out there hitting golf shots. It's all good. But here is here is how the rules of golf interpret those. Scores made during temporary situations are acceptable for handicap purposes when the conditions of the course are equivalent to the USGA course and slope rating. So when a hole is not played due to construction, the score for that hole must be recorded as par plus any handi- handicap strokes to which the player is entitled. So basically, if I'm getting a stroke on that hole, I can't play it. I'm writing down a bogey. When temporary tees are in use, scores are posted for handicap purposes if the overall effective playing length of the course is maintained. In my situation today, absolutely not. These tees were like 75 yards above where at least where, where the normal men's white, white tees are. Um, I'm sorry to anybody that are offended that I just called them the men's tees by mistake. The white. Meant to, I meant to say the white tees. I apologize for the error. When a temporary non-permanent green is used for play, you will post par plus any handicap strokes you receive on that hole. Okay. So essentially, if you can't play the hole, handicap dictates the score if you can play the hole and it's kind of around the same hole that you usually play, 
You just play it, grit your teeth, and get through it. That's right. So do they tell you in the house? For example, there was an there was there was an 18th hole where, you know, you have a green and then a temporary green that's like 30 yards up. Do they tell you like if I ask the people at Rose City, then they're they're not gonna know what the hell I'm talking about, right? Yeah, it was actually it was on the website. It was like we're open March third for play. Uh, there's still a temporary oh, okay. green on number seven. Got uh, it. So so I knew that, and I wasn't surprised to see the the temporary tee boxes. Um, but they like they were they were probably out of the five temporary tee boxes, probably three of them you would not have been able to to reasonably say like the the length of that hole was was intact. Sure. Um, they didn't they didn't mention that. You know, there was just like figure it out when you're out there. Again, and that it's, is, not, it's not posting season, so so it wouldn't matter anyways. Not out there. It's Nick Rules. Use promo code TURN20 at checkout at Matchstick Golf. I'm really curious to hear people's opinions about the T versus the divot tool. That's the most organic, relevant topic that maybe we've had in years in this podcast. I it never occurred to me. We we it 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 just sort of came out of my mouth. I, the more I think about it, the more I think I might be wrong about that. But I'm I also could be hundred percent right. I just don't see people carrying divot tools. Is all. People yeah, ask me know. for divot tools, and I throw them a T. Uh, am I being an asshole by doing that? I I don't know. It's, it's the same thing. I don't know. I mean, I know Roma uses a divot tool. Well. I'm sure I'm going to get, we're going to get a long text from Romy. And that's why Romy has to be in the majors draft. Okay. We'll close up shop there. March is here. I'm going to visit you soon, buddy. I'm pretty excited about this. Have you, have you, have you mapped out our, our golf excursions? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to let you have some say in this, but. Okay. I've got some, I've got some, some ideas cooking. It's gonna really help. Thoughts. It's gonna really help my uh, greens and regulation runs since it's not an average, just a running total. We're gonna try to cram in as much golf as we can. <laughs> Perfect. Remember, leave your review with the number of greens and regulation Nick is gonna hit in March and April combined. I have nineteen. He already has one, so he's on his way. Only eighteen <laughs> more to go. You could do it in the next round. It's you so play, bad. Nick. <laughs> oh. Joe, it's so bad. It's so bad. But I'm gonna stay accountable. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys the truth every week. I was really regretting. I was like out there on the back nine, and I'm like, if I don't hit any greens, am I gonna gonna have to tell Joe I didn't hit any greens today? It's a sponsored segment. T Box Coffee is gonna be disappointed. I know. I'm just gonna own up to it. I'm just gonna own up to what I've done. Pick Ricky Fowler to win the players. I'm Lacey Evans. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time at The Turn.